Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Afterwork Drinks, a weekly podcast where two journalists and best friends, Isabel Truman and Grace O'Neill, debrief on the week that was over a bottle of red wine. Yeah. Hey Grace. Hello. This time it's actually Oh yeah, it's a not. rosé. It's Is that still a red wine? We've deviated because it's a 37 degree day in Sydney yes. and I'm melting. Even this, we just got out of the fridge and it's like warm, lukewarm. Um, it's a bottle of sparkling and I found it on the free table at work. Did you? Yeah. It's nice. I'm surprised. Like, it's I'm someone... scared of like rosé this colour. Like mm. when you pulled it out of the fridge, I was like, ooh, because you know how sometimes it tastes like, I don't know, like creaming soda. It's just so sweet. Yeah, someone put it on the free table and I just slaunted over two seconds <laughs> later and whipped it under my desk. <laughs> um, how are you? What's been going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm about to go to... Um, well, by the time this is out, I will be at the Melbourne Cup Carnival. So the whole three days of... <laughs> Sorry. No, you're just sitting back. I feel like move your mic closer. Like here? Yeah. We're um, recording for the first time at my house. Yeah. So we've also ordered Uber Eats and at some point my boyfriend's going to come home. Yeah. So I'm sorry about all the disruption it's and potentially... disrupted episode. Potentially this isn't even recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, so uh, disclaimer, yeah. it hasn't been very long between our last episode and recording of this one, no. because we're both away next week. Yes. Uh, when you listen to this episode, Grace? Yes, I will be in Melbourne, flying back from Melbourne, so I'm going to Derby Day, Cup Day and Oaks Day, and I've just had a complete, like, I was about to say mare, but that's your word that I've started using. Hmm. Is it? Mm. I think it's a New Zealand thing. Yeah, I think it is Does too. no one say that here? Mm, not really. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, I wasn't like, what does that mean? Mm. But I was like, oh, that's different. Mm. But yeah, just figuring out like hats and fascinators and headbands. Like, it's just stressful because it's not It's a our, bit of an ordeal. It's not our vibe. And no. they're expensive and you don't want to buy it because it's a lot of money to spend on something you'll never wear again. But then the cheap stuff is like, like some fucking weird, like feathered, like red 
yes. thing. So I have never been to the races, um, apart from I think maybe when I was 17 and I cut a, the lining of my handbag and snuck some cask wine in there <laughs> because they check your bags, but you just cut the lining, shimmy it in, and then you're good to go. Genius. Um, so that's the only time I've ever been to the races, which I am yeah, I've never been thinking before. you wouldn't cut your handbag and do that in no. these ones. <laughs> Not these ones, but I think it'll be fun. But aside from that, um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like a, Hit me. Just a podcast aficionado. We literally always talk about the daily, and I promise I listen to it more than that. But then, Well, we listen to it every day. That's yeah, it's daily by nature. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's all we talk about. But mm. it's um, there's one recently uh, that came out a couple of days ago, and it's called The Business of Internet Outrage. Have you heard it? Um, I have listened to a little bit of it. Yeah. It's, and it was crazy. It's crazy. So it's basically like this couple in America and she was like a nurse and he was like a like a warehouse factory worker. Mm. He worked um, on, uh, what are they called? Not diggers. <laughs> Forklifts. Yeah. Like it's just like two like really regular couple who were fairly political and started like writing um, political articles online in like 20... 13, 2014, and then they realised that the more outrageous, like, wild he- the headline was, the more controversial it was, the more it incited that there were certain topics, like, about police officers being treated badly or, you know, Muslim immigration or Barack Obama being a secret, you know. Secret what? I don't know what they say about him. Like, <laughs> secret... Like secretly Fine. wants to ruin America or something. You know ah. what I mean? Just like those weird conspiracy yep. theories. So they um, started writing about them for this website and then it just took off and they, uh, over the course of the last few years, um, they get they wouldn't disclose exactly how much money they made, but basically the New York Times guy went to visit them and they lived in this huge fuck-off mansion. Like he was like, this house is insane. They were like, the 12-year-old lives. The 12-year-old has the entire third floor and a loft to themselves. Like that's how big this house is. And they get 20 million users a month. It's so on their website, crazy. Which is like 20 million individual people. I just can't believe how dumb I am in terms of like, imagine how you could just make all this mm. money from something like Facebook. Because didn't they say they joined up in like, or they started their page in like 2014? Mm-hmm. And they have obviously made. They just and, rode and, the wave of the Facebook. Yeah, like, and he thing, said yeah. that. Um, he took like a week off his job and made more than he would have made in a month. Yeah. So then he quit and then she quit. Yes. And then they made more in one month than they would have made in an entire year. Yeah, combined salaries. Like, yeah. why are we so dumb? They interviewed them ages ago, but they only released it this week because they'd been sitting on the story as part of a bigger story. He interviewed them back in like... August. August. Um, and the, the guy who sent those bombs to... CNN and Donald Trump and uh, sorry not Donald Trump oh, obviously to all the Trump protesters he the New York Times guy got access to his Facebook page scrolled down and he shared a bunch of stories from this website mm. so he called them and was like okay this is a guy who's you've whipped him up into a frenzy that he's then gone and acted upon and he's tried to literally bomb and kill news outlets political opponents whatever, do you feel partially responsible? And they were like, yeah, we do. Like, They were quite, um, they were different to what I expected them yeah, to be. Yeah, super they honest. Just, they just seemed quite chill and like they mm. didn't even, they weren't even right wing. 
<laughs> they were just like, oh, people just like it when we talk shit about Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that's what it was like a business to them. Like they mm. were like, okay, yeah, we are kind of right wing and there are things that we care about, but we just realized we could make so much money off doing this. And then this guy's like, there's real world impacts of that. Like mm-hmm. people, it, it was like the, um, I listened to another one, 538 Politics podcast, which was really good. And it was about how this like really toxic political rhetoric is actually having real world effects like you think when politicians say things or whatever that it's doesn't mean anything (laughs) can you please stay still i actually can't it's because it's so hot it's so hot i actually it's like a fucking sauna in here okay so i thought you were crazy because you turned up in jeans and a shirt yeah and i've been like i had to have a cold shower like cold cold shower (laughs) but now we've had to lock all the doors and close all the windows to record this, we, we probably, can, if it goes silent, we've fainted. We're going to die here recording this. <laughs> I'm just sculling this rosé. I know, it's like not even refreshing anymore. Oh. It's like the temperature of a fucking tepid tea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, basically, we'll move on in a minute because this is a lot to deal with when it's this hot. Yeah. But um, I know, I've already zoned out. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I want to talk about my thing. I know. Just, yeah, basically be careful about getting outraged on the internet because someone's probably written something just to make 20 bucks out of you getting angry. (laughs) That kind of um, is a good segue for what we're talking about later. Mm. Um, (laughs) 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 Goes, "Mm," and then cocked her eyebrow, Anna, what are we talking about there? Yeah, I was like, phone addiction. (laughs) Phone addiction and social media. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so ask me about my week. How was your week? Good. Um, I started, so we've just started, um, keeping a few of our notes separate because what we found is we would share them all in this one document where I would just write a note and be like, I'm going to tell Grace about this. Mm. And then she would read it and then we'd either talk about it or it turns out that she'd seen the same thing or done the same thing. And then, or I'd watch it because you'd recommended it. And then, yeah. So it just wrecked everything. Yes. So this is one that you've probably heard about, but I don't think you've yet watched Killing Eve. I have watched it. You have watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Did you love it? It's like the best thing. It's the best thing. It's so fucking good. So I'm only up to episode three because, um, I started watching it last night and I watched two back to back episodes and then it was about midnight and I was like, I need to go to sleep. Oh my God. It's so good. I watched it. So I watched, I did the same thing where I watched like two episodes back to back and then I went to fly to Dubai and I was like oh killing Eve like I can't stop thinking about it and the whole season was on the plane oh it was heaven so I watched the entire thing back to back over the course of like eight hours Mm. I started watching it with Anton but he was doing like kind of a zoning out thing and then he fell asleep and now Mm. I know that like I'm just gonna binge it by myself you need to watch it like you can't have it yeah I was was getting so angry (laughs) um and then the other thing I did which I can't remember if I've already mentioned on this podcast but I finished reading Leanne Moriarty's Truly Madly Guilty Mm. um and that's because her new book Nine Perfect Strangers comes out I think this month or it just came it just came out yeah um but I read that ages ago because we got sent a proof to work. Um, and then I realized that I, I kind of went on like a spree and realized there were a few of her books I hadn't yet read. Mm. And I love her books. Um, have you read them? I haven't read them, but I, I read an excerpt of her new book recently. Mm. Um, and I, I, think, I think for some reason I just thought of her as a real like chick lit. Yeah. Like not. It's because it is kind of um, like 
it is sort of romance and it is sort of yeah. just day to day life. It's really well written. Like, yeah, I was she's like, a good writer. She's a really good writer. Yeah. It's like Jodie Picoult. Like, people are like, oh, Jodie Picoult. Then you read a book and you're like, this is actually so hectic. Yes. Like, I love this. Yeah. 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 Or Gillian um, Flynn or whatever. Mm. Like, those writers get Marian a rap Keys. because, yeah, because they're like, you know, stuff gets made into Hollywood shows and you're just like, oh, whatever. And then you read it and you're like, this is the best. So, a new once off segment. <laughs> taking advantage of you not seeing the notes beforehand, just going rogue, um, <laughs> is where I rate all of Leanne Moriarty's books from oh best to worst. <laughs> really? You can't just invent a segment. It's happening. So, <laughs> best. Uh, the Husband's Secret. So I haven't read, I think, one or two. There's going to be one or How two. How many that... books does she have? How long will this segment go for? It's going to go for about 10 seconds. Okay. Um, so there's, there's a few that won't be on there because I think I, I haven't read a couple uh, the Husband's Secret, best. Re- mm. Read that. Very, very good. Cool. Um, I think Blake Lively's starring in it. <laughs> She's oh, going to fucking wreck it. <laughs> oh, starring in a film. <laughs> Honestly, she hasn't been in one good movie. Not one. It's it's, it's staggering. How bad she, they are. But, but just that she just keeps making them. Like she's just, you know how if you're an actor normally, you're in a TV show, then you have one chance to make a good movie, mm. maybe two. Mm. And if they both bomb, you're done. She's just like, you'll never <laughs> back, stop making them. Back to back bombs. Yeah. But, but they'll just keep paying her to be in them because like, people just want to watch her. Like I want to watch her. I just want to look at her face. Yeah. The Shallows, have you seen that? No. Oh, wait. Is that what it's called? What's the one where she's just on a surfboard and there's a shallow? Yeah, the Shallows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've avoided that. Um, but anyway, she's in a film uh, that's coming out of that, um, so it's going to be really bad. Um, <laughs> Big Little Lies, second best book. Mm. Have you seen the show? Yes. Very good. So good. Um, what Alice Forgot, third. Fourth, The Hypnotist Love Story, five. Truly Madly Guilty, and six, Nine Perfect Strangers, which is the new one. So, so I'm rating is, that worst. Even though you liked this book, it's still the second worst in your opinion. The one that I just read? Mm. Yeah. And you liked it or you didn't really like it that much? I liked it, but um, for anyone who's read it, they'll kind of know what I mean. It's just all centers on this one thing. And like, it's literally the entire book is like what happens at the barbecue. Mm. And then you just, you're just waiting to find out. So the whole time I was like, I just want to skip to the end. Whereas with her other ones, she kind of weaves in different plot lines all the Mm -hmm. way through. Um, And then Nine Perfect Strangers, which is her new one, I didn't like really at all. Oh, you've read it already. Yeah, I read so it. It wasn't out yet. You an it just came copy? out, but I got an advanced copy like months ago mm. and I just chewed through it. And then that's why I went on the reading her other books thing. Um, and the publicist just sent me all of the books. So I have like all seven or eight or whatever just sitting yeah. at work and people keep trying to borrow them. And I'm like, get your filthy hands off my books. Yeah, bring them home. Or do you like having them at your desk? Does it make no, you feel No, I'm going to bring them home. Yeah. I just didn't have anywhere to put them. Yeah, now you do. Has he got a bookshelf delivered <laughs> <Yep>. today? <laughs> um, Exciting life update. Yep. So, yeah, it, it wasn't that good. And I kind of worry that because of Big Little Lies and her kind of getting all this hype, she felt the need or she felt kind of the pressure to produce a, a really epic, like, uh, film-worthy book. I don't know. Because there was this weird plot to it. And it is being turned into either a series or a film. Nicole Kidman. Nicole has, Kidman picked it up yeah. like straight away, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but she picked it up before she'd read it. <laughs> Not saying that she wouldn't yes. have anyway. Yes. But that's worthy of a note. Um, mm. And Especially if there's other good stuff in her canon mm. that she could have done instead. Well, I think like quite a lot of them have been picked up. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it just kind of had like these weird twists. You Like this 
kind of suspense, like thriller type Like it was thing. almost made to... Yeah. yeah. Um, but still, like, read it. Mm. So, anyway, end of that segment. <laughs> How did you like it? I read it. I loved it. I mean, I didn't get it, like, as in, like, your order. I couldn't fight with you on it because I haven't read them. Mm, yeah. You know, but yeah. I, I appreciate it. Any listeners out there who are fans, let me know. Um, um, yes. And don't at me about the order. I know. Um, and what else has happened? So we did get some feedback about the last episode. Um, I got a text from Donna. My did ma- you? My oh, yeah, mum. <laughs> Donna has been listening, contrary to popular belief. Popular belief. Um, so it literally just said, I've been listening to your podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I thought she was about to tell me off because she had... Um, on the last episode, I said her hotboxing you in a car full of sickies. Yes, and I said she'd probably forgotten how to use the app, so now I can talk shit about her. <laughs> but instead, uh, she was a few wines deep mm-hmm. and was just texting to say Grace was right about vaping and that it is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> she sent me another big text. Um, I was vaping last night. Got an, uh, uh, yeah, I got a midnight ape, reply from Grace. Flavor. About um, Donna, but she said, for starters, you were never smothered in semi smothered in cigarette smoke in the car. Surely not. If so, and I'm thinking now you could be right. <laughs> <laughs> Literally changed the opinion before the sentence had finished. Yeah, just in the same text. And it's like heaps of dot, dot, dots. So she's obviously pondering as she texts. And it was about like 11 pm in New Zealand, so I just knew she was. I was like, go to sleep, mum. Yeah, and then she goes, if so, I'm going to blame that on your stepdad, who I know for a fact she hadn't yet met. (laughs) (laughs) So, Donna, your case is flimsy. Yeah. The evidence is against you. Um, Okay, shall we get into the hot topics? Donna. Yes, let's do it. So, firstly, I think we were going to talk about um, a bit about anxiety. Yes. Um, which is the most common mental health condition in Australia. I did some research. Uh, on average. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> me? I am very clever. Uh, one in three women and one in five men will experience anxiety. Australians. Mm. I know for a fact Anton is not one of them because every time I feel anxious or stressed, he <laughs> thinks I'm an alien. It is like a weird... Because it's such an irrational thing like if you don't have it, it's really hard to explain it to someone yeah so you're just like but what if this happens and they're like what well it's not gonna happen yeah just yeah. relax please um and like the reason we thought about talking about it we've kind of been thinking about talking about it for ages because it's something both of us suffer from um and it's part of our daily lives and i think a lot of women can relate but ariana grande just came out and was speaking about it um and saying she feels guilty for having anxiety because mm. it's like it's, she said it's in your head and you want to be able to control it Mm. and I feel like that's something that's like a big personality thing with us we love to have control of situations so that's why it might feel a bit more hectic yeah and it's also that thing I think like obviously for her to a bigger extent but I even feel it as well where you like you need more wine I'm gonna pass out (laughs) you feel bad for like having anxiety or whatever when things in your life are kind of 
okay like she's she's like wealthy and yeah for her especially it's kind of like or even like selena gomez people like what do you have to be anxious about like Mm. you're a multi-millionaire you we can't even go outside for one yeah exactly like there's always there's always something Mm. yeah um and i actually on the rolling with the theme of surprises um i'm not sure i've ever told you that i take these things And they are, have you seen them before? No. They're rescue pastilles. Pastilles? Pasties. Pastilles. Uh, Not sure. Yeah. Unsure. Um, and they're, um, it's rescue remedy. Ah, I've but, heard of this before. But in a little um, and you suck chewy them. lolly, yeah. Ah. But rescue remedy when I was younger. So mum said, she bought me these when I was in Queenstown because mm. I was like super anxious. We were moving house. Um, when you most recently went yeah Yeah. Um, and I went for a press trip but we were moving house here in Sydney so Anton was having to do everything and I was just feeling really anxious about him having to do everything and I was like he's obviously going to break up with me (laughs) because he has to do everything yeah Um, it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And then mum went and got this from the chemist and she used to give it to me all the time when I was younger, but it's drops. Mm, yeah. Um, I've heard of the like either sniffing yeah. things or yeah, the drops. drops on your But tongue, these yeah. I just keep in my handbag and just suck on them anytime I feel anxious. So the other week I was going out for dinner with a friend and then I thought at the time that it was like six friends of hers I'd never met. Mm. And I was like, oh, I just felt, I just started feeling anxious and I was like, why am I even going? I want to cancel. I don't feel like doing this. Mm. Um, And then I was in the Uber and I just sucked on two of these bad boys and I was good to go. Where you Mm. think, do you think it's placebo or do you think it works? I think it works because mum used to give it to me when I was younger and it used to calm down. Yeah. Um, So each one contains the equivalent of four drops of rescue natural, of rescue remedy. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll put it in the show notes for anyone else that may want to try it. But I yeah. even I've been like handing them out willy nilly at work to anyone who's anxious. <laughs> so naturally, there's none left. Yeah, because we work in an anxiety-inducing industry. Yes, <laughs> I know. But yeah, I think um, for us, anxiety is something that like it's kind of it's good that we have each other because we get it. Mm. You know, like we just understand that, and it's I think. We both have personalities that are quite, like, loud and um, that you, like, we're the kind of people you maybe wouldn't expect to have anxiety. Maybe you yes. wouldn't. I was no, talking because to people pe- at film school last night and they are like, I'm really shocked that you have anxiety. 
And I was like, really? Because I just think it's bubbling over with me all the because time. Because people think like, I'm an extrovert, mm. like massively, mm. whereas I'm definitely an introvert. Because it's, it's really weird. Like I kind of, I think when I was younger, because I only started suffering from anxiety a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, before that, I had never, ever had it before. I think I'm like a very social person mm. and I love hanging out with my friends and I love like speaking to people and I love talking. But now that I've gotten older, the thought of going to a party where I don't know anyone or the thought of even like going to a work event without you mm. or without someone that, I'm, that I know I'm mm. going to be with the whole time makes me feel sick. Like going to dinner with a girl, a friend and five of her friends I'd never met makes me feel sick, like I was going to cancel. Um but then I think I'm pretty good at putting on an act once I get there. Yes. Like no one would really know. That's what I'm like where I feel I, I feel exactly the same way. Even when I was going back to Perth and I knew that my like like second cousins who I really like were gonna be there. I just felt sick thinking about it. And I was just like, I don't I just don't wanna like be in a room where it's like you gotta be on and you've gotta talk to people and you've gotta whatever. Like it, it just like I had like paralyzing fear of it but if you saw me the second they walked in I was just like hey and we were just chatting and mm. it was fine mm. but it's like that weird thing where what's got yeah like what's going on externally versus internally is so different and it makes it harder for people to sympathize because they're like well you're not sitting in a corner crying because you have to go to an event I'm also not very good at um talking about it so mm. I don't really vocalize what's going on because I sort of sometimes I'm not even really aware of what's happening like I'm not thinking about the fact that I'm having I don't know a semi panic attack Mm -hmm. like I just am sort of like in this state of feeling upset or feeling panicked or feeling anxious but I'm not actively thinking about the fact that I'm in that state Mm -hmm. so when I'm with Anton and say like for example we, we went and ordered takeaways the other night and we were sitting in the restaurant waited for it to arrive and then when we picked it up and walked outside he turned left and I knew the car was right and it sent me into like this full-blown panic. Mm. And I don't say anything, but instead I just like snap at him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. the car's this way. And he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> he's literally like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what is going on? And then I'll, and then I got in the car and just burst into tears. Because mm. I felt so wound up and upset and weird. Yes. And it's like, it's so hard because, especially for someone, having someone around you who doesn't suffer from it and, ha- and has really no idea. Yeah. Until I'm actually like, yeah, that's, like what you were saying before, until I'm actually like crying or mm. really actually upset where he can see it physically. Yeah, <laughs> upset. yeah. He doesn't really understand. He doesn't know how to help. He just thinks that I'm being like this weird, like I'm just yeah, like snapping yeah, at him for no reason. Yeah. He, doesn't under- he, won't, he wouldn't first think like, oh, she's anxious. Yes, you're so in your own head. My, for me, how it happens is, that there'll be periods where things are super, super stressful and I'm the same where, like, now I've gotten good at realising this will be, like, I, I don't want to use the word, tr- like, triggering because I don't know if that's the right phrase of it, but, like, it'll be setting stuff off. Like, now I know that it's doing it even if I don't feel like it's happening. So say there's something stressful happens at work and then something stressful happens with money and then something stressful happens with my family mm-hmm. and then whatever. And there's like a few things back to back as these things tend to come up. I'll know that those things are all bad, but I'll, I'll just be going at full pelt and not feeling it or yeah, dealing that's with like it. Me too. And then all of a sudden I'll slow down and like me, it comes out with like my nervous system gets really, really on edge. So I'll like 
like it's like that that joke I make too about like, if I, ha- I hear a loud bang, I just want to burst into tears. Like yeah. if like if, if like a car fires or like a door slams, I my whole body is just like oh, <laughs> like I just want to sc- mm. scream and cry. I'm sort of the same. Like I am not the same. Where I, I don't get the feeling where I want to burst into tears, but I get this huge shock, mm. which is the same as you. I think where a door slams in the house, I'll jump. Yes, like jump in the air, and I and it's just it's so weird. I think it's just because you're so on edge, and like even before I started talking about it because I'd never really had anxiety before and I kind of knew I was suffering from it but because I keep because it is all in your head Mm. you like I wouldn't say aloud but I would always like very often I'd be walking home from work and I'd be like okay the cat has escaped and she's Mm. gotten hit by a car Mm. and I'm like and I'd fully go through the motions of being Mm. like I'm about to get home. She's going to be like on the side of the road, half alive. And I'm going to have to like, how, and I'm like, how am I going to get her to the vet if I'm carrying her? Like I can't get in my car. So how am I going to get an Uber like quickly enough to get to the vet? And all these like things go through my head. And I'm like, that's just not happening. And it's called catastrophizing. Yes. My psychologist. Our psychologist. Our psychologist. (laughs) I know I haven't seen her in ages. Neither. I miss her. But she, um, I used to have the same thing where, like, say my mum would go to work and I'd be at home and she got back later than, like, say she was supposed to come back at 6. If it was, like, 6.15, I'd be, like, she's had a car crash. Yes, same. And then I'd be, like, no, she's, like, now I understand it. I'd be, like, no, she's had it. And then I'd be, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I don't have a mum. And I'd literally just go through this, like, Mm. entire Mm. process of, like, being devastated and grieving that my mum had been, like, killed in a car crash and, like, what am I going to do and who am I going to live with? And it was, like, this crazy – and then – um, our um, psychologist that we see explained it to me in like the best fucking way ever where she was like when you have anxiety neurotically what's going on in your brain is firstly your brain is prioritizing bad thoughts so like you know thoughts come mm. in and out and it's literally grabbing the worst ones and making you think of them the heaviest like it's putting alarm bells on them and then what it's also doing is not it's not filtering like the cognitive part of your brain isn't filtering out what's true and what might be true, but you don't know if it's true or not. You know what I mean? So say you walk into work and your coworker, you're like, hey, and your coworker's like, hi. Yeah. Like if your brain's like, oh my God, they hate me. Instead of your brain being like, they're having a bad day. Well, you don't know what they feel because you don't. It Mm. could be that they are angry at you. It could be that they've had a shit day. It could be that whatever your brain jumps to the worst conclusion and then also tells you that that's true. So then you start shifting your thinking and behavior to, as if that true. thought was true, even if you're not actively doing it. And then your behavior to them might change and shift and you become cagier. And then maybe like... That happens to me you know, all the time. Yeah, and then, all and, then, the time. and then maybe then they are like, what the fuck is up with her? Because like, why is she being so... Like, it, it, it's... As soon as she explained that to me and was like, you need to be... It's like a muscle, like you work a muscle when you work out. She's just like, you've got to un- undo that habit that your brain has. So like when you have a, a thought where you you walk in and w- whatever happens, you get an email and you're just like, oh my God, this is the end of the world. Be like, what if it isn't the end of the world? And it just means mm. what it says it means. She gave me a little card. everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> a laminated card. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use that too? Yes. I carried it around for ages and now I've lost it. Uh, same. <laughs> 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 she hates us. What? We've actually never talked about this before. Like this no. isn't like a Mm-mm. like a pretend off the cuff conversation. No, I'm like, no. oh, the card. Yeah. We um didn't even tell her for ages that we were, like I don't even 
I still don't know if she knows we're friends. She does, but I think she got weird when I told her because I don't think she likes to mix and mingle. Mix and mingle because I was like, yeah, she didn't want me to recommend someone onto her. Huh? Mm. That's so funny. Mm. Well, like someone I know. Like she was like, I don't like. I'll yeah. give them names that they can go to, but oh, I'm not going to. well, I guess we shouldn't yeah. tell her that we were recommended by another of her <laughs> exactly. clients. I was like, <laughs> there's a whole network of, like, all coming into her office and all talking magazines. They'll go to see her. Yeah, she has no idea. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, but it's, I think it's, I think it's a big thing, and I feel like getting a grip on that, like, without sounding OTT, like, it's, it's, it's changed my life. Like, what mm. I was getting at before is, when I'm really anxious, it doesn't express itself day to day, but I have horrible, horrible dreams. Like that's yeah. when it all comes out. I you, used to dream um, sleep all... paralysis. Yeah, I've had sleep paralysis before. I've had like, um, I used to dream like every night about a tsunami just coming and crashing on me, which is apparently like repressed trauma, something mm. like um, I like just just horribly violent dreams when I'm stressed. And then I'll wake up and be like, oh, okay, everything's fucked. I need to like deal with all this yeah, shit that's been but happening. Yeah, you, um, but your sleep paralysis sounds crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So a lot of people probably don't even know really what that is. Like, mm. I feel like you should tell that story of the guy. <laughs> oh, my God. It's actually insane. So I I think I was lucky because I um, knew a guy who'd had sleep paralysis before so you knew I what ever it had it. So he'd explained it to me. And I was like, that sounds fucked. I hope that never happens to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you wake up. It, it, it's this thing. I actually think now when I watch horror movies and people are like, this really happened? I'm like, oh, it's just sleep paralysis. Like, because you, you're stuck between being awake and being in your, like, asleep dream state mm. and the, the wires just cross in your brain, And the basically. dream is in the real so, life. Yeah, so you're, you're seeing things that your brain's inventing, but, like, in the real world. And it only literally lasts, like, I think 15 to 30 seconds, but obviously in that time it feels like... Forever. Forever. And I'd had stuff where, so like, you know that, have you ever had that feeling where you, you feel like you're falling and then you wake up all mm-hmm. of a sudden? That's sleep paralysis, but like a really small version mm-hmm. of it. So I'd had that for years. And then um, I had a really stressful period like two years ago where like I'd broken up with my boyfriend. My, I'd, I'd moved back in with my mom and she was moving to a different city. I think I was changing jobs. I was getting new housemates. Like just a lot of shit was going on. Um, and I think I was sleeping in this like big three-story house before the girls had moved in alone so I was just like super angsty anyway um and I fell like I woke up and there was like a man standing above my bed like I feel like it makes me sound like a lunatic no it doesn't because it's an actual thing it was like fully because I had and I remember before I went to sleep it was the third floor of a three-story house and a tiny little balcony and it was literally like to get up there you needed like you need like You'd have to be the most determined murderer in the world. You'd need, yeah. like... You couldn't get in that like room. Like, a fucking abseiling rope. Mm. And, like, it was just and impossible to get remember up Remember that there. time you were drunk and fell asleep and locked yeah. Zach on the balcony? <laughs> like, you just can't get in if you're locked out. You can't. Like, it's impossible. Like, he was banging. Yeah. <laughs> he had to call my housemate to let him out. That's another story for another <laughs> day. But he... So, basically, I um, had fallen asleep being, like... Because I'd left that door open because it was okay. really, really hot. And there's no air conditioning. Yeah. Similar to now. Similar to tonight. And I was like, left it open. And then I was like, no one can get up here. Like, that's impossible. And then fell asleep. And then when I woke up, it was like, I remember waking up, looking down, seeing a pair of shoes and then being like, no, that's the curtain. And then looking up and there was like a full 
it was like a full man, like breathing, <laughs> a like a man. full face, like a full outfit. Like yeah. he was wearing like a brown coat. Yeah. And he looked kind of like my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> he had like a brown beard and like a thing. And he had this really creepy smile. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, this is real. Like I was like, oh, this is, I'm not dreaming. This dude's actually in this room. And I was like, fuck. And then I like got up and started screaming and I just looked and he was gone. And I was like, oh my God, I've got like lost it schizophrenia or something like I yeah. fully lost it and then the guy that had talked to me about it when he had sleep paralysis was like I literally thought I had schizophrenia for like two years because this shit would just happen and there was no reason for Aww. it and then he saw a psych and found out and then so that was the first so I messaged him straight away and I was like dude this thing happened what the fuck and he was like that's sleep paralysis and he was like sleep on your stomach and it doesn't happen and um, now I always sleep on my stomach and it's never happened really mm. great tip yeah, no, literally, I've, I've, I've met someone recently who got it, and I was like, sleep, sleep in your stomach. Um, Anton had it weirdly mm. once, and he's like, he's kind of, I think for the first time actually ever, I know I just said before he's never suffered from stress mm. or anxiety, but the first time ever, I think he's kind of getting anxiety, and mm. it's quite, it's not funny, obviously, at all, but it's quite funny, because he'll just be like, I feel really wound up, and yeah. he's just like, like why is this happening? Yeah, and he's so, like, shocked, and he kind of mm. looks at me, because he's, like, the most chilled out person ever, and he's like, I feel really wound up, Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, you're suffering from anxiety, like, mm. just, it's, like, just, re- you know, like, this is what happens, this is how I feel 24-7, mm. so welcome to my life, <laughs> fuck with, um, and... Then he was, when he was back in New Zealand, he had sleep paralysis. And I think, again, because we're going through quite a few changes, mm. um, like we've just moved house and like things like that. And mm. he, he was just in New Zealand. Um, and that happened to him. <gasps> what did he have? Um, Shows how much I listened to him. <laughs> I honestly can't remember. It was when I. Because I, was... I went straight into like telling him about your story. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> let's like, talk well, about I Grace. Saw, you're like, Grace saw a man and he yeah. had a beanie on. Um, I had like, I was, I like, so I was dating this guy for a brief period, um, very shortly after that had happened. And I remember uh, like being like, oh, maybe like, this is the right guy for me, even though he wasn't. Cause he was like, I have had sleep paralysis and it was like a small Vietnamese child. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> was, like the first person I'd ever met that like, it also had it. Oh, so you thought that was your connection? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, we're both ah, soulmates. Yeah. Um, Perfect. But yeah, it was like the more people you talk to it, talk to about it. Mm. I've heard so my many flatmate stories has weird. Um, yeah, like we've been living by ourselves for a year, and we just moved in with a flatmate, and she told us like as soon as we moved in, once we'd signed the contract, <laughs> um, that she is really weird when she sleeps. But I don't think it's sleep paralysis. She just like does weird shit, like she sleep walks and stuff. Yes. Um, and she said last, like she got up this morning, she looked really disheveled and she was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, what? She was like, I f- like, was like yelling last night and stuff. Yeah. One of my really good friends, Joanna, when we were in high school was like, would do all sorts of fucking weird <laughs> shit. Like she would do stuff like wake up at three in the morning and her like mum or dad would be like, Joe, and she'd be in her school uniform with her hair tied up, eating a <laughs> bowl of cereal and there'd be like cereal everywhere like milk everywhere her hair would be like off to the side her buttons would all be done up wrong and she'd just imagine watching that happen I like someone in a hair. sleep state she's like i'm gonna put the ponytail yeah on. she'd had like a weird side ponytail and stuff and she was just like it was that would just be so fucking creepy mm. like a 15 year old girl yeah absolutely I'm yeah. like you need to get out of here <laughs> um so we have literally talked for 40 minutes already oh, have we yeah which is so like it's fine we just don't need to talk about 
our other topic, which is quite interesting. <laughs> I know, and I do feel like it feeds into it because I think that our generation is more anxious than any other generation. We can't just have like a two-hour episode. I know. Next time. <laughs> Next time on After Work Drinks. <laughs> Next- to be continued. Um, okay, so we're sorry about scaring you with all that. I know. <laughs> if you don't suffer from anxiety Please or still sleep talk paralysis. To me you <laughs> don't mean in a freak out. Now. Yeah. Um, we've somehow, I don't know how, we've already gotten to the end of this podcast. I think it's because it's 70 degrees in here and we're slightly delirious. Yeah. We just, um, we just ripped through that topic. Yeah. So we'll finish now. Um, we have to go and Grace has to help me pack. Because Izzy <laughs> is going to the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show in New York. And I would yes. kill her. Yes. Yes. It's pretty crazy. It's um, insane. Yeah. But it's in... So I leave... We're recording this a bit early. Um, and I leave on Tuesday. Um, and then it's so annoying with New York because with the time difference, like mm. it ends up being I'm a, away a whole week from yeah, here. But so I'm only so there. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. It's so annoying, annoying that you're going to New York for the Victoria. I know. <laughs> it fucking sucks. <laughs> Also, had to tell your boss Kindle you and go. Bella yeah. from you. Yeah, yeah, no. But help me pack, and yeah, I'm probably going to. difference is annoying, isn't it? I'm probably going <laughs> to steal a bunch of your clothes, okay? That's what I was hinting at before. When? When I said, what should I wear? I meant I'm coming oh, to the house after say, this. Oh, just say that. Okay. Please. Can I? Can yeah. I wear a St. Laurent top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Let's go drink this Sarissa's rose. Fucking paper roll. Rice paper roll. Yes. Perfect. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.